the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason live on this Tuesday. The Fed meeting has started. Yes, we all, we're all waiting. We're all holding our breath. What could Jay Powell possibly say tomorrow? Uh, is it going to be a rate hike? Is it not going to be a rate hike? Is he going to say, I wonder if he's going to say anything about disinflation. I'm going to guess not. Uh, but but you never know. Who knows? Jason, maybe he can make up some new words as well this week. I mean, all options are on the table. The only question is, does he make up the words or does someone send him the script? <laughs> and that, I, sometimes I wonder. Well, you know, these smart guys are usually pretty good with words, right? You know, that, that may be uh, one of the things. I remember, you know, Alan Greenspan was the best. I mean, I didn't even, listen, I went to public school, uh, full disclosure. I didn't understand half the stuff that he said. I had to look stuff up. It was so complicated. I was like, I didn't even know how to spell it, right? You know, that was, that seemed to work a whole lot better. 800-951-0592. Allamericangold.com is the website. If you've had enough, if you're tired of it, you're tired of the robbing, the thieving that's going on with these central banks and and the changing of the rules, the making up of the rules, get that gold and silver put away. Uh, Here's the nice part. We've got some profit-taking today, which makes sense, right? Everyone's going to wait for tomorrow uh, in the gold and silver markets. Uh, Wall Street trying to act like it's okay. And, And I guess... Maybe for a day or two, it is. Uh, Janet Yellen was out. Uh, by the way, I've got a great little piece. I'm going to do, uh, you know, what was uh, like that Wayne's World? Right? We'll go back into the past. You know, Janet Yellen, you got to remember now, Janet Yellen, she is a lifer, what I'll, I'll call a, a government lifer. Hasn't had a, a, a real job in the real world of any kind. Uh, she's been a central banker for for decades. Got you know what's funny is she came out of the San Francisco Fed, right? Uh, uh, should we be surprised that once again the San Francisco Fed was asleep at the wheel with Silicon Valley Bank? Uh, and and uh, probably not, right? Uh, same thing. Uh, First Republic, another uh, West Coaster type institution. Uh, then she became the number two. Uh, behind Ben Bernanke, right? She created with Ben Bernanke the two percent inflation target. Yeah, let's not re- let's not forget that, right? They they also created quantitative easing. Yeah, that was her and Ben Bernanke, right? Quantitative tightening. Yeah, she's got she really has uh, her finger on all all of this stuff in 2017. So think about this: six years ago. While she was still the head of the Federal Reserve, she said, and I quote, 
I do not believe another financial crisis like the crash and Great Recession of 2008 will happen in our lifetime. Oh, you missed it by this much. So close. So close. Right? Well, I say, well, I will. I'm sorry. Will I say there will never, ever be another financial crisis? No. Probably that would be going too far, she said. (laughs) But I do think we're much safer. And I hope that it will not happen in our lifetime. And most importantly, I don't believe it will. Yeah, that's not that's not very that's not a very good prediction. Uh, what was it? Uh, Hitler, his his thousand year Reich. It lasted twelve years. <laughs> she's, she's right there. <laughs> June twenty seventeen, as she was head of the Federal Reserve, and this is this is the problem, you guys. This is why I said, and this is why uh, Jay Powell so much worse. You know, at least Janet Yellen. I mean. She did it with conviction, man. She did. Oh, no. No. Okay. I'm never going to say never, ever. But, yeah, I doubt we're ever going to see one in our lifetime again. Knowing full well they never fixed it in the first place. And now think about it. We're not even talking about uh, systemically important banks. At least in 2008, right? Lehman Brothers, what was that, 2007? Lehman Brothers was big. I mean, they were big. I mean, they were right there with the Goldman Sachs of the world. And then, of course, Bear Stearns, another. They were huge. That caused all of the chaos. Now we're talking about banks that up until a few weeks ago, Jason, most people didn't even know they existed. Well, when you they're have not important. Bank. They're not stress tested. They're, 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 they're basically, listen, I'm sorry. In today's day and age, $170 billion of deposits doesn't seem like that much money, does it? Well, and, and there's less banks, Joe, and, and there's probably more deposits because, well, there is more deposits. The Fed printed 40% of all the money circulating around the country in 2020 alone, so you have less institutions floating around the same, uh, a larger amount of money. So a smaller bank now has much more contagion to the system. So it's going to get worse as, as, we, as a few of these smaller ones fall out, Joe. You know, uh, and remember, right, she was also, what, transitory, right, with Jay Powell, right? I mean, right. I guess if you need to do the opposite of something, outside of doing the opposite of what Jim Cramer tells you to buy, Right, maybe you should do the opposite of what Jay Powell and Janet Yellen tell us all to do. When we get back, we're going to talk about how many banks are going to be left. Glenn Beck gave his opinion. I'll tell you about that next. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, the start of the Fed meeting. Yeah, they're they're probably uh, getting ready. Uh, for lunch, you know, over there in D.C., and and I'm sure they had a nice little catered breakfast, and and they're gonna have a, a lunch delivered, and they're probably sitting around in the in the conference room and and uh, putting together the fake minutes, 
Uh, remember last, remember last time? Right? Jay Powell, uh, when he created, uh, disinflation and he gave us those, so gotta remember, they give a speech now. And think about all the things that have changed about the Federal Reserve. Uh, they used to not have representatives in the headquarters of these banks. They do now. Right? Think about this. The bank doesn't even have to, you know, Jamie Dimon, uh, he can just walk down the hall. Hey! What's, what, what, what are you guys doing next week, right? Hey, tell us what's happening, right? Are you guys raising rates, you're lowering rates, uh, you know, we gotta make a few trades. We gotta, we gotta beef up our, our balance sheet here. We gotta make sure we got, we got lots of profits. They didn't have that. They used to have a meeting like they do now, and they would just announce what they did with interest rates. There was no press conference. They didn't, go out on TV. They were truly independent. Used to be, before the financial crisis, do you know that they had a press conference only every other meeting? Right? So so one meeting, hey, here's what we decided, no press conference. Next meeting, we'll have a pre- every other. Now, of course, they have one every meeting. It's very important. Matter of fact, a very important Janet Yellen all over the TV this morning, right? Very important. Because they want to convince you, hey, it's okay. Don't take your money out. Don't, don't, no, no, no. You know, we're working. We're working on a way to try to at least temporarily guarantee all deposits. Now, obviously, that should have been done two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, they should have came out. For the time being, all deposits are guaranteed, right? Don't worry. You, you can take your money out of these banks if you want, but it's guaranteed. Nope. Matter of fact, what did they do? This how dumb. This is the problem. Janet Yellen, what was it, a week ago, came out testifying in front of Congress and flat out said, oh, no, we only are going to do that for the banks where the billionaires got their money. All these other banks, we don't care. We're not, we're not, we're not guaranteeing those, that money. And just to give you an idea, we know the FDIC doesn't have any money, right? We know that. I mean, they, they willingly admitted when Silicon Valley Bank went under that they only had $125 billion. I mean, Silicon Valley Bank had $173 billion of deposits. I'm just saying that's, a, just, that's just, I, I know I'm public school, but hey, that math doesn't add up. Oh, wait, and their signature bank, we didn't even talk about them. That's another $120 billion. There's $18 trillion of deposits in the country. So you tell me, how does that math work? Could you imagine? We truly had the bank run, all the banks go under. Oh, I don't you know. Uh, Joe Biden comes out on TV. We're going to increase the national debt by $20 trillion. It's idiocracy, yet they're on TV trying to convince you that they can actually do this, Jason. Joe, last week they just, out out in the open world, just said that the FDIC doesn't matter anymore. Because they just said, well, with Silicon Valley Bank, we'll just, we're going to, we'll cover all of it. Well, that's not the rules. So if there's no rules for the FDIC, then it just doesn't matter, does it? Because as you said, the, 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 they want to guarantee the big 
the big players, the big companies, you know, the, the big depositors. Well, that's you can have one depositor that's more than the entire FDIC, what they have uh, in their account. So, so they've just basically that's last week sad. proven to the whole world the FDIC doesn't matter at all. You're actually right. There's probably are. There's probably I don't know tens, maybe a hundreds of depositors that have more than 120 billion dollars because they're they're big companies, right? I mean, I, I would imagine Apple's probably got that in their. Pay- I don't know what Apple's payroll is, but I'm just you know guessing. Uh, you know that that yeah, you could have single depositors that have more than that. That's kind of interesting. I'm betting those Glenn big bet- companies, Joe, probably don't even keep their deposits in this country. How's that? Well, they try not to. Let's face it; right. they they try not to. And I and I've been saying that to people for years. Apple doesn't have that cash sitting in the bank. They buy treasuries, and they don't buy just U.S. treasuries. Why? Because if the bank goes under, they'll still have money. It's pretty simple. Glenn Beck was out. He was talking about the digital currency. Of course, we've been telling you starting in July, Fed now. This is actually the more important piece. This is the back-end operations of a digital currency. And the Fed being able to have access, direct access to your bank accounts. Dangerous. So dangerous. And he was talking about how many banks are going to be left. Of course, I've been telling you maybe 100, maybe 50. You know what Glenn Beck said? Four. Four. And he said, I don't even know if you need four. That's it. They're coming for those deposits one way or another. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. But believe me, Jason, they're coming. They're coming for Yeah, I, I, I don't know how many will remain. I, I, don't, I think that number is going to be bigger just because – uh, even the big four banks, if they have, you know, even if you have a digital currency, there's going to be some sort of, uh, you know, hey, I, I, someone's got to sit down, or at least on the phone or on the internet, they got to. Well, well, yeah, let me let me let me tell you why there. And I agree, I think there'll be more than four. But here's why most of them go away: the vast majority of the depositors are regular people, right? And we know. Because the Fed tells us, like every month, a sixty uh, percent of the depositors can't afford a five hundred dollar expense above and beyond their normal expenses. Right? Can't afford a thousand dollars. Right? If you get to five thousand, a five thousand dollar emergency—I don't know—you need a new roof, ten grand. I don't even know what a new roof costs. I probably the roofie guys out there go don't don't ten grand. What are you talking about? Double uh, ten grand? Maybe ten years ago it was ten grand. I you know I don't know that you'd probably get somewhere to close to eighty or ninety percent. Couldn't afford that, which basically means hey we're living paycheck to paycheck with a digital currency. There's no reason. For those people to have a bank account outside the bank account at the Federal Reserve, Jason, right? I mean, really, ultimately, at the end of the day, most, the vast majority of these depositors in this country could live at the central bank. That's right, Joe. They would get rid of physical cash. They would, uh, I think they wouldn't get completely rid of checks, but checks would be on their way out the door, too. And, and then, uh, 
there would still be, I think, a use for there's got to be somebody to sit down and negotiate your your home mortgage, your loan, yep. your home equity. They'll be there credit, for your, auto, your, loans. auto loans. Uh, they'll be yep. there uh, for mortgages, uh, maybe like a line of credit, uh, things of that nature, right? That, that's all you would need the banks for. Um, so it, it's going to be very interesting how all of this plays out. You mentioned cash. I had uh, clients in uh, today. Uh, and I, I'm sorry, today. It's, everything's blending together. Yesterday. They're in, in yesterday. And they were asking, you know, when we're talking about cash. Cash is numbered. And it's been numbered. We know this. Uh, the, the, the war on cash has been going on for decades. Uh, right? You know, think about 9-11 and the impact that that had on cash. Right, all of a sudden, anybody that wanted to use more than ten thousand dollars in cash, Jason was a terrorist. Remember, right? And, yep. and all the reporting. Uh, right now, if you put more than ten thousand dollars in cash into your bank account, whether you know it or not, the bank sends a little report to the IRS. Saying, "Hey, by the way, Joe Schmuckatelli was in here. He just put fifteen thousand dollars in cash in the in the old bank account. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. And and I think that when with it with the digital currency, I don't think it will be instantly. In other words, day one of the digital currency, you'll still be able to use cash. That's what my thought is." I think, though, that there's going to be uh, soon after, maybe a year, maybe two, where they'll come out and say, okay, and, and here's how I think it's going to work. First, they'll use the big companies. They're going to go to Walmart. They're going to go to Kroger, Home Depot, Lowe's, Target, and essentially tell them, stop taking cash. And they're going to do it. And you won't be able to use it at McDonald's, right, at Burger King. Already, you go to a, a pro sporting event, you go to a concert, they don't take cash. They don't take cash. Can't go buy a beer at a Cardinals game and pay with cash. Can't do it. Right? And, and a lot of places, and you see them pop up, and, oh, we don't take cash, we don't take cash. Then they'll start hitting the businesses. You know, as it sits right now, and I've, I've told you, right, taking cash is expensive. Remember you used to get a discount? Hey, what if I give you cash, right? Talk to the, the contractor guy. Hey, what if I pay you cash? Can you give it to me for a little less? Yeah, it actually, that'll cost more because you get charged for deposits, cash deposits. But they'll get there, Jason, and they'll start ramping up those fees. And more and more companies will stop taking it. And then eventually, they'll just get to the point where they're going to set a date. May 31st, 2030. On June 1st, all Federal Reserve notes, your dimes, your quarters, your pennies, Right, that you've got jugs of, you got them in the coffee cans, right, wherever you got them in the middle console of your car, right, they're all going to be worthless. So everyone's going to be scrambling to 
turn that money in. And you're gonna, you're not gonna be, you don't want to be the guy left holding the bag, right? The last guy out there taking cash, and then all of a sudden they give you a drop dead date, and you show up at your, your whatever banks that are still left. You don't want to be the guy that's got 50000 a 100000 heaven forbid, more than that in cash and trying to put it into the bank. They'll be like, uh, uh, excuse me, we're going to need you to step over here. And then they'll ask you a bunch of questions. How'd you get all this money? You know what? Uh, tell you what, here's the, the rules right now. The IRS, you know, we're going to, you know, we just got to make sure. I'm sure you're fine, but we're going to give you credit for $10,000, $9,999. And let's just say you got a hundred grand, but this other 90,000, yeah, we're going to give you a certificate that says that you've got this 90,000 and then uh, an IRS agent will be contacting you. And you're going to need to prove to them how you got this money. And essentially, if you can't prove it, which is going to be obviously really hard to do, especially if you've been saving it for years and years and years and decades. And essentially, what I think they're going to end up doing is, Jason, well, we're going to add that 100000 you tried to put into the bank onto your income. Uh, yeah, and you're gonna owe us, and by the tax rate at that point will probably be, I don't know, 40%, 50%. 800 951 A quick look here at the markets. The Dow's up 250. Uh, the, the S&P, uh, up 30, uh, just below that 4,000 mark. Uh, the Nasdaq's up 100. Gold's down 30. Silver's down 20 cents. Uh, as we're, uh, waiting for the Fed announcement that will come tomorrow but if you're tired of all of this stuff if you want to get your money uh out of wall street check out our friends at why refi uh this not correlated to the stock market whatsoever they don't care about uh jay powell or janet yellen uh, they don't care about uh how they lie about what's really happening not the whether they're lying or they actually don't actually see what's really happening out there I think the chance for a policy mistake is probably the highest it's been in a long time. Uh, you know, Jason's saying, hey, they're going to hike tomorrow. I'm like, I don't know that they will. I don't I don't think they should. Uh, but, again, I think they, they may, and if they do, and looking at today, they may, right? The Wall Street trying to act all calm here. I think that's going to be a huge policy mistake. Check out our friends at investyrefi.com. Up to 10.25% return. And it doesn't matter if the Fed makes a policy mistake or not. It doesn't matter uh, if more banks go under. Check it out. Investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24, 888 why refi 24 remember you got to have 50,000 that's the minimum here's the good news so you can use an existing ira to do it imagine that 
Hey, I know, yeah, you got an IRA, maybe you got an IRA, maybe it's got 100000 maybe it's got 200000 in it, and you're just tired of it being tied to Wall Street. Call our friends at Y-Refi, and, and you can have it out of the rat game that is Wall Street, 888-Y-Refi-24. And Jason, you know, we were talking about cash. I, I mean, I, I see it clear as day. I mean, the, the people that at the end of this, and, and and how fast things are moving. Fed now in July. I mean, we could have. I mean, it's possible, really possible. I mean, we could have a digital currency next year. It's possible. I thought yeah, we were still possible. a year or two away, but I don't know anymore, right? And and uh, putting that cash into the bank. That's going to be a. And Matt, you know what? Think about this. I don't think mo- most banks won't even take your change. Right? They won't even do it, right? You gotta roll it up, right? I guess everyone, there'll be a line at the grocery store for the Coinstar machines, you know, you'll be dumping out, uh, coffee cans full of, uh, change, but, uh, yeah, I, I think cash is on the clock, if you will, as far as their, their days are numbered. Yeah, it could very well be that, uh, uh, when we see the election cycle of the president next year, and if we have economic chaos that's worse than what we're seeing today, which I, th- I think is very possible by next year, uh, it could be the, it could be the candidate that magically just, he's the, uh, he's the digital cash, the digital currency, uh, uh candidate, right? Now, and he came out of nowhere. Either that or it's going to be Biden re- uh, running for re-election and they'll, wh- whoever the guy they choose is, I have a feeling during that election process, they'll be the, uh, the, the pro digital currency candidate. That'll be the guy that wins, Joe, because then they could roll it out in 2025 right away. Right away at the beginning well, well, of, of a yeah. new term. Think, think about what we've got. We've got Lael Branyard now, the head economic policy. She is big, 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 big liberal. Uh, Janet, or, uh, Janet Yellen, I've talked about her forever uh, and how dangerous she is and, and the weakness uh, that is Joe Biden and Jay Powell. It's just it's. It's too much power, and it's too easy to do. And, and of course, they're going to pitch it as the solution. Uh, you know, we had think about this. Amazon announced nine thousand more layoffs yesterday. Uh, the uh, the shoe uh, who a Foot Locker closing four hundred stores uh, that are in those malls. I didn't. Do we still have malls? I guess the the uh, I'll call it the closed air malls, right? The closed air malls uh, closing. 400 stores, existing home sales. It's an older number, a January number, uh, a little better than expected. Well, remember, though, we had those that rate drop in January. Then they shot back up in February. Uh, I don't know if they're shooting back down right now. I know the 10-year note's been way down, uh, but I have yet to see mortgage rates come way down with it. And I'm wondering, uh, because of the problems with the uh, the the – I don't know, think about it here. The mortgage-backed uh, securities that are on these banks, this is the big problem with First Republic. They have a lot more mortgage-backed securities uh, than a lot of banks. They were heavily, I want to say like 80% uh, was in that mortgage-backed, and especially if it was commercial mortgage-backed, Jason, they're probably sitting on big losses. I think that's probably the big problem with that bank right now. Yeah, I think the commercial mortgage-backed securities is going to be the biggest part of the property problems. You know, the, the real estate. And it's interesting, Joe. You said earlier the uh, if, they, if they if they raise rates by a quarter point, that's a policy mistake. But I'm thinking, well, didn't all that money printing in 2020 wasn't that a policy mistake? 
I oh, absolutely. mistakes is something, something that they like to do. 15 I think years of 0%. That's a policy mistake. Right. Uh, well, it, it's not a mistake if that's exactly, <laughs> if there's a result that you want to happen. What do, what do they want to happen? This, this might be a policy, uh, uh, success for them, right? It's, it, it's not for us, but for them, depending on the result they're looking for, hiking the rates is probably the right thing to do. I, I'm getting that, that feeling that in six weeks, they may raise it again by another quarter point, Joe. I, I think they keep on going. Yeah, I I don't see them going. <laughs> we'll I, see, I see we'll them see. maybe, and again, I think this this would be a mistake tomorrow, uh, and then it'll end. Uh, that's just my opinion on all of it. But the, the higher they go, listen, it's here's the problem. The higher they go, the worse it gets. Yes. That, uh, and that's the sad part. You know, Jason and I, we don't make stuff up. We've been telling you for a couple of years now, there's no good answer here. Listen, I wish there was a good answer. Okay? I, I do. There's not. Jay Powell doesn't have a good answer. Janet Yellen doesn't have a good answer. You've got one of two choices. Keep raising rates and destroy everything. And right and get and guess what? We're learning what destroy everything really means. Holy crap. You cost a bank run and we're not even in a a recession. Never ever have you have you ever heard of bank runs with an unemployment rate of three and a half percent? Have you heard of bank runs where by all measures the government's creating between three and five hundred thousand jobs a month? It's never happened. And yet here we are. What's the alternative? Well, don't raise rates and let inflation run wild. Right? I mean, these are it. This is why we said there's no good options here. Well, there's one good option. Gold and silver is a real good option. We're going to help you with that next. 800-951-0592. Yesterday we ran those $10 liberties. Uh, they sold out. Uh, those When those deals come, uh, that's when you jump on them. And, and here's the funny part. Gold's down 30. Nobody cares. Premiums are up. Matter of fact, Silver Eagle premiums, uh, Silver in general premiums are almost back now to to where they were during COVID. Uh, gold premiums continue to stretch out, but I've got two opportunities here. Uh, $20 gold. So remember yesterday, two tens, $2,340. They were $1,170 a piece. And twenty dollar gold was at twenty three hundred and seventy five dollars. We got gold down thirty. Here's what I'm going to do today: twenty dollar gold at twenty three forty. Okay, so it'd be just like uh, the tens from yesterday. And believe me, that's value there, big time value there. Uh, One tenth ounce. I can get them. They are so expensive. It's it's out of sight here. Uh, I've got them. Uh, the uh, one tenth ounce American Gold Eagles are two hundred and seventy five dollars, and that's cheap. A lot of, a lot of places out there they're over three hundred bucks on these things. But I talked to our our big wholesaler, and remember last week we ran uh, the British tenth ounce, the Kings and the Queens. 
they still have a couple of hundred of each one. So that's, you know, four rolls of each. So about, about eight rolls or so of these kings and queens. It's a tenth ounce. It's just like the U.S. tenth ounce, except it's British. It's, it's a tenth ounce. Probably the last time with the queen, queen, the queen, I'm imagining this would be the last year of the queens and then they'll probably just go to kings. Uh, but it's all about price. $245. So you're talking about, what is that? $30 less a coin. That, that's $300 an ounce less. Uh, you just can't make that up. So if it was me, I get it. I love, you know, hey, I'm in the U.S., the American 10th ounce. But right now, Jason, the price difference is so big. Picking up these kings and queens is great value here at $245. Yeah, getting gold and silver uh, right now is, is going to be much, much better than getting it later this year or next year. Or, uh, you know, I'm going to retire in two years. Maybe I'll, I'll throw some money into gold then. That's that's really not the play uh, for no. you if you really want to buy gold and silver at a more affordable price. It's uh, The inflation's not going away. And that means the gold price and silver prices will get more extreme. And, and Joey, it, it, it has been a thing since uh, since 2020 and the coronavirus nightmare that happened and, and all the printing that went on 2020, uh, that even if the prices of uh, the, the pa- that paper price of gold and silver seems to be lagging or going sideways some, at some period, it, it, the premiums just push it. So the, the premiums being elevated you. for three years now, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's time to buy. Listen, yesterday we were selling rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles for $710. Silver's down 25 cents. Okay, So that would normally say, well, they, that roll should be $705 today. Well, that makes sense, right? It, it's 25 cents an ounce less. It's 20 ounces in there. That's five bucks. Uh-uh. Today, Silver Eagles are $725. Because the premiums went up a dollar. Right, down twenty five cents. But price went up seventy five cents. I mean, that's that's just what is happening here. Uh, if you're looking for something that else, uh, premiums on on the half dollars are getting ready to go ballistic here again. Uh, silver half dollars today. I've got them at two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, but Jason, I got notification today uh, that the largest bullion bank in the world put an all-out buy. They need half dollars, and they need quarters, they need dimes, but half dollars, Jason, they just upped big time what they're going to pay for them, which consequently means, guess what, what we're going to have to pay for them is going to go up immediately as well. Yeah, we'd be selling uh, silver dollars, you know, the, the peace dollars, the Morgan dollars. We'd be selling those every week just as much as we would the silver eagles. But because people have hoarded those and they're no longer minting those, you know, at least with Silver Eagles, every year they mint more. I mean, if, if it's enough or not, it, it's to be questioned. But those silver piece dollars and Morgan dollars, just like quarters, dimes, and half dollars, they're not being minted anymore. And people like the bigger silver coin, and the, it, the premiums are so high on those dollars that we just don't sell them. Half dollars are moving into that zone where pretty soon we, I, I can see a day, Joe, where we don't have them on the website because it's just not going to be a normal thing that we can sell because the premiums above spot are just so much greater than the dimes and the quarters. Well, you know, it's so funny is I talked to Brittany uh, about it yesterday afternoon about should we take the American, the one-tenth ounce gold eagles off the website because they're just so expensive, right? Yeah, I can get them, but 
you know, man, at $2,750 an ounce, you're, you're talking about $800 over. That's why, uh, I never thought when I go on the air and I'm telling everyone to buy British 10th ounce because, well, it, it's so much less expensive, but yet here we are. You know, at least with the gold 10th ounce, it's a piece of gold. It's, it's holding more value per ounce than silver. Uh, so, so I, I can get paying a little more premium because, you know, Joe, when we buy back stuff, it's stuff that has higher premiums we give a little more for than the stuff that has a lower premium. So I, I can get it with the, with the, the uh, fractional gold. The fractional silver, Joe, that's just a lack. It's just a lack of it. You know, the, the half dollars should not be that much more than quarters and dimes, but they have been, and they just are always going to be. I think I think silver half dollars are going to get priced out of out of range just like the silver dollars are now, Joe. It's we, once in a while, but I love it when we can sell those Morgan and Peace dollars. Isn't that, those are some of the funnest coins to sell. We just don't get them at a reasonable price very often. Yeah, that's a, the uh, all of it. It's just really been nuts out there. 800 951 When we get back, something interesting. Auto loan denials. This is people going to buy a car and getting denied because uh, either their credit's not good enough or they don't have enough money. I'll update you on what the new denial rate is. It blew me away. That's coming up next. 800-951-0592. The Dow now up 140 points. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe they're starting to hedge their bets a little bit here about what or what Jay, what will or will not Jay Powell say tomorrow. Uh, first, there will be uh, the announcement, right? whether that's no hike or a quarter of a point. Obviously, you'll see movement there. No hike, and you'll see big moves in gold, without a doubt. I think you'll see big upside on Wall Street with no hike. 25 basis points initially. I think that'll be perceived negatively uh, for both uh, gold and silver and the markets. But I don't think very negative. I think it'll be uh, four, five, ten dollars, maybe. Right, Wall Street. Maybe it's a hundred points, two hundred points. It's all going to be about what he says at that press conference. I think that's going to be the telltale sign here. If they acknowledge the stress in the banking industry, which I can't see that. I don't see how they could not do that. Uh, and then signal uh, any sort of pause in rates, or obviously if they didn't raise, uh, that they're going to wait, that they're not, we're going to wait a while before we start raising again. Uh, obviously, you'll see uh, probably gold, you know, all-time high type stuff, uh, the if they raise a quarter of a point and they do the tough talk, right, that, hey, we're going to keep doing it, blah, blah, right, the tough talk, uh, th- th- then I think you, you'll see uh, very, very negative reactions on Wall Street, and then uh, you'll also see uh, probably some more profit-taking in the gold and silver market. I think that's the least likely event. Uh, I think the, the most likely event is probably Jason, which is, hey, they're going to raise, but they're going to uh, – Talk sweet, right? Soft talk, uh, which I think that that uh, will be very responsive. I think you'll see higher higher equities, higher gold, higher silver. Uh, the next most likely is we're not going to raise 
this meeting and we're going to play it by ear. Yes, we're, we may not be done. Hey, we're not saying that we're not going to raise ever again, but we're going to let this banking crisis get over before we start hiking again. That's probably the next most likely scenario again, favorable. And then the least likely scenario is we're raising and we're still talking tough, and that'll be bad for equities and, and, and probably have more profit taking there. Uh, so today's probably a good day. You got gold down 30. Take advantage. $20 gold pieces at 2340, 2340 today. And then the British one tenth ounce, the kings and the queens at $245. That's $30 below the U.S. one-tenth ounce. And then I'm telling everybody, uh, I'm buying half-dollar rolls today at 250 bucks as well, uh, especially with uh, these bullion banks out there now upping what they're going to pay, which is, you know, we just talked about Silver Eagle premiums just up to a dollar overnight, Jason. That's correct, Joe. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I, I think you're going to get a lot of, uh, well, we got to wait and see what happens. And I think they raise a quarter point, which is the softest response. I think that's what, that's what I think is going to happen tomorrow. Hey, we're going to wait and see yeah, what happens. That's still, I think that, that would be perceived, I think, positively with quarter of a point and soft talk would still be a positive. Uh, but here's another thing to factor. Auto loan denials. People going to buy a car and getting denied. Hit 9.1% in February. To give you an idea of where it was one year ago, 2%. Uh, up four and a half times. So something else just to, just to put that in your quiver. 800-951-0592. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.